I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. On your marks, get set, bake! You're listening to Bandwagons. Welcome back to Bandwagons, the podcast where myself and Breed Brown try to make you an expert on the things that other people are pretending to be experts on. And yeah. this week, we're talking I'm, about Fanula's biggest bandwagon in her whole life. I'm really excited. After Love Island. After, yeah, yeah. Which it, it is. It's, it's hard to follow up that, but this is like my winter autumn Love Island. Yeah. Which doesn't involve love or islands at all, but it involves baking. The Great British Bake Off is back. Woo! It's back tonight. It's back tonight, officially, yeah. yeah. Came up quick, didn't it? It doesn't feel like a whole year since the last one. It really doesn't. Little baby Rahul Would you believe it's the 10th series? Is it? Happy... Well, it's technically not the 10th birthday because it's not the 10th year, but it's the 10th series. That's what I was going to ask. They've hardly done 10 years. No. 10 series, though. No. No, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah, last year, baby Rahul won. So cute. I'll get on to him in a minute, but we watched last year. I've watched since series four. I kind of passively watched series four and then skipped series five. And then I was very much back on board series six and I've been on board ever since. But you only kind of started watching last year. Why was that? Um, I just never. It's on a funny channel, isn't it? It was on a funny the channel. BBC. <laughs> I don't watch the BBC. Uh, or to you till I die yeah (laughs) (laughs) no I actually I don't remember I just it wasn't on like TV3 or something I genuinely think that's it it was like Love Island the first few years if it's not on a channel it's not on the top four channels I'm not gonna watch it yeah that's fair Um, and then I watched it last year because all my housemates were mad into it yeah I think we we, we used to like very much hurry home from things to watch it or I would go up to yours I watched it in yours a few times and you came to mind to watch it yeah which doesn't our TV shows don't usually Line a line, yeah. It's usually like drag race, and that's it. Ah, that's unfair. What else? Oh no, you're, <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> what the uh, fuck else? Yeah, 
No, but you, I remember you even in college, like rushing or like having to catch up on Bake Off. You were like, oh, I'll see you in an hour. I'll catch up oh, on Bake Off. Oh, yeah. Was, those, those were good times. <laughs> those were good times. But yeah, I'm going to be firmly on the wagon this year for it. You are going to watch it this year. Yeah. Very good. The cast looks great. I'm delighted. Tell me more about this year's cast before I... End. I don't know too much. I did a quick like browse of one of those articles earlier where it had like all their profiles. Everything you need to know. Yeah. It's one of them. And like just a little screenshot of their Instagram yeah. page. Yeah. But they look good. They're all like fairly young, handsome The people, cast like. is very young this year because that's one of the things that Great British Bake Off is like praised for that it's like mega diverse in every single way. It is. I would say it's fairly diverse apart from age this year yeah even at that i think there is one or two that are in their 40s or 50s and then the rest are all like 20s 30s yeah i think off the top of my head um but yeah i, I wrote down here that i liked the look of david and the look of alice to win <laughs> are they your so predictions they're my predictions and i predicted love island correctly without well, knowing amber's name at, do you have any other names written down that i can just like put my money behind because i actually haven't looked at the I new cast not. there's a little girl though that looks like one of the cast of tracy beaker no, she's not a little girl. She's 24. Yeah, it's just much um, But They've let a child in the tent. She looks really young, but she's supposed to be... I think she's favourite to win. Okay. So maybe you could have her. Okay. I'll, I'll take her. So I'll take tiny girl that looks <laughs> like a cast member of Tracy Beaker. Yeah. Um, anyone who hasn't watched Great British Bake Off before and you're probably coming around to the news of it again. And as you said, the news cycle where it's like, what is the Great British Bake Off? Where can I watch the Great British Bake Off? Like SEO dream. I'm going to explain it to you. Yeah, please. For me. So it is a reality show in which amateur bakers compete to win the title of best baker. Pretty much. There is actually, because I tried to look into it, there's no official prize. They don't get money or anything? As far, from what I can tell, no. They win like a trophy and nearly all of them get a book deal after and then some of them get shows and go on to do other things. But They just win that apron or the rolling pin. Yeah. That's a bit grim. Yeah, you get like a, a novelty, well, it's not a novelty to them, like it's very much important, but you get this like rolling pin trophy thing. Um, it goes on usually until October, so it's starting to say end of August. And kind of leads the book you out for Christmas. Yeah, leads you nicely into Oh, it's usually not that soon. It's Isn't usually it? a good year. Like they do a good X Factor job in it where it's like you kind of forget them and then it's like the Sunday Times, Rahul shares exclusive recipe from his book. I don't know why they, they all probably have the blockbuster voice, but do you not think they'd sell more if they just like rushed it? And got a book out for Christmas. I feel like I, I couldn't remember Rahul You're until I Googled a, him today. Such a taskmaster. Like, how could you not remember Rahul? Only, I, knew, I remember the, loving a little cute guy. Fair, I couldn't yeah. remember his name. But anyway, the show is the brainchild of producer Anna Beatty. Um, and no channel was interested in the concept of the show for four years. She was out pitching the show for four years. And when you think about how popular it is now, madness. Can you imagine being one of the channels or like production companies who turned it down? And now yeah. looking at it now and being like... Oh. But do you not think... I can understand it. It does seem very like a cookie-cutter format where it's just like, in this one, they bake. In this one, oh, they make clothes. But this is the same format for they've, everything. They've taken the format and done loads of different things. Well, not loads of different things. They've done... Um, oh, one of them is a really funny name. I have the end of it. But one of them is the Great British Sewing Bee. Oh, yeah. James McInerney spoke about that. And then the other one is the Great Pottery... Great Pottery Throwdown. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those words Throw don't go together down. naturally. Um, but there was also this big thing as well. So the production company is Love Productions or it's Love something and I would Love is definitely in the title. And that's where the whole barney between them moving from the BBC to Channel 4. We'll get into that. But when they were still with the BBC, they started producing this other show called Hair, which was basically... People in a tent making wigs. I'm not sure. It didn't actually explain that, but it was. I'm sure it was something to do with hairdressing or something like that. The same format, but a different topic. It was the exact same format to a T. And Love actually sued the BBC over it and they had to settle out of court. They said, like, copyright That's why they had to move. No, there was something that they're, it's not the lease. There's a proper word for it. You work in television. They, contract? The contract ran out basically. And then I think it was a like a money thing. Okay. And then Channel 4 outbid them. I have this. So in 2016, BBC lost the rights. Um, and then Channel 4 outbid them. 25 million pounds. That's how oh. much Channel 4 bid for. And BBC only bid 15 million. So they lost. And now again, they're probably snapping because I think there was this thing where it was like, it was such a BBC thing and they were like, it's never going to live outside that and it obviously has. But again, we'll get into that. Mad Show, I really like it because it's a weird one because obviously I like Love Island, which is all debauchery, riding, hot people, competition, people being mean to each other. And then you have Bake Off, which... Like nine times out of ten is the exact opposite. Just wholesome, wholesome people making cake, people helping each other. There's a creative element to it which I love. People helping each other, the hosts help, like assisting. It is really, really, really wholesome in comparison to any other reality show you you'd watch. Which is why is that why it's a bandwagon. Is that why people? I think that's why it took off. Absolutely, I think there was an appetite for reality TV that wasn't so. Toxic is too strong a word, and I know, some people might like use it. But Master like Chef is a lot more serious, and like they don't help each other, they don't look at each other. Well, I don't know, I don't really watch. Absolutely, Chef. and I think we'll. <laughs> I'm assuming it's just, just along the lines. Insert other cooking show, Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmare. People are mad for cooking shows, like even the what's the thing at the minute, the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. Oh God, are, we have to do an episode on that. People are mad for it. Someone actually, actually oh. Maeve Ryan, one of our patrons, whoop, whoop. suggested we do an episode on that. And I, we definitely will. If God yeah. damn, if I have my way, we're going to do it because I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. But, but th- like, what is it about just watching people cook? I personally find, well, like, I'm about to say it's quite relaxing, but there are so many scenarios in Bake Off that are also intensely stressful. So to go through the format, again, for anyone who doesn't watch. So the way they do it is they have a, there's three challenges. So the first challenge is signature, which is, what is the signature again? It's like, like uh, a paste. <laughs> so the signature is like they're giving like a team. So it's like a sponge cake. Yeah. And it has to be flavored, but they can interpret it how they want. So it's and like they've their been told signature it in advance, bake. Yeah, it? yeah. 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 And then the middle challenge is the technical, which is they don't know about it in advance. One of the judges. So in this case, because it's on Channel 4, it'd be Paul Hollywood or Prue Leet. They provide a recipe. They have to follow that. And it's usually for something mad that ties into the week uh, because every week is themed. So it might be like vegan week or like patisserie week or something. They have to cook that. And then they're scored blind. And those points are added up from the signature. And then the final one is the showstopper, which again, one of the years when I was looking up articles that I used to write for Daily Edge, RIP, um, they, one of them was a selfie cake. So they had to make a cake, but it had to look like them. Do they get those in advance? They get a list of those, do they? They must. Yes, I would imagine so. But I don't so know. Planned. The, well, I'd imagine they don't 
like come up with them on the spot. You That's know what I mean? mean. Yeah, but the like so two two out of three, they're they know in advance going in yes. into it. They're going to have to make those. And the middle one, they don't. And then at the end, they someone is sent home, and then another person is crowned star baker. And then the person who usually it's you exactly can usually the same tell, as drag yeah, it it is. It's drag race. Wagways? Wagways with cakes. Wagways with cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. But it is, yeah, I suppose. And you can, in the same way with Drag Race, you can kind of tell who's going to win uh, based oh on, based on, like, based on who's one star baker the most. Yeah. Congratulations, you've won an apron. <laughs> that's all I can think of now. Um, yeah, that's basically it. But the challenge is, because they're timed and because of so many other factors, they can't actually be really stressful. So we talk about, like, that it's so awesome. Breed is absolutely losing her mind. Just put your headphones on your head and they won't <laughs> fall off. Um, <laughs> there's like... What was I saying? I'm going home. <laughs> anyway, it is. It can be hugely stressful because the like music. It, the, sorry, the can music, I talk about this? Sorry, the editing is it's phenomenal. The, but it, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's the exact same in every episode where they do like someone. They show someone doing really well has finished early, sitting around watching them. They do someone that has started off on a bad foot and it's going wrong from the start. And then they do someone that looks like they're going really well. And then it goes to shit just at the end. And the music is always like, and they're like, you have 30 seconds left. And there's someone like whisking up icing. When we're in, in reality, they were, that was probably an hour and a half before the end. And they're sweating because they're in a tent in the middle of the summer in England. But it's but never they, as down to the wire as they edit it to look. And that really annoys me because it's the same every, every all right, episode. television. Ugh. Yeah, but it is very enjoyable when you know, like, they've forgotten to put in an ingredient and the music just stops and they're like, shit, shit. And they're like looking at the camera and it's like, I've got to put in the sugar. <laughs> and you're like, ah! You're just screaming along with it. I, th- I, I think know, I do, I do like it. It'd be so boring if they didn't do that though, in fairness. It would just be a lot of people but making cakes thing, and, and being really good at it. But this was initially, it kind of started as like, it was this kind of laddie da competition and the original hosts, Sue and Mel, Mel and Sue. Mel and Sue. Mel and Sue. <laughs> what did you say backwards? Sue and Mel. Um, they used to do like history bits in between about like certain bakes or like certain places or whatever. And then it really became this like, as it grew in popularity and people started watching in their droves because like it started on... BBC Two for four years and then it became the most popular programme on BBC Two to the point where the BBC like oh shit we need we need to put this on BBC One like it <laughs> you know this was such a sleeper hit like in a similar not entirely dissimilar to Love Island and as yeah. you pointed out because it was on like a slightly obscure I'm doing bunny fingers like air fingers it's not it's just obscure on Breed's World um, on a slightly obscure channel yeah but <laughs> I don't know what my point was um but it has become this thing where it is a proper, like, you have your favourites. We've already picked ours. We're betting on them. <laughs> Just go. I'm so hot. <laughs> on the subject of things being hot, because it's filmed in the summer. That's yes. another thing. In things, a tent. In a, te- in a plastic what you'd have for a 21st or an 18th like yeah and they do just be melting I was watching like I looked up like top 10 great British Bake Off moments on YouTube today and the one the only one I really watched was the guy with the cake your one took it out of the freezer his ice cream it was baked Alaska and it was the hottest day of the year they were like it's 25 degrees in the tent and 
some uh, one tried to sabotage this really nice Northern Irish guy. Sorry, if that's not proof of global warming, 25 degrees and that was the hottest day of the year. It was like well, no, 30... I made that up. But, uh... I know, but still. <laughs> it was the Amazon. A, a very hot day in the year. Yeah, so um, just to elaborate on what Breed is talking about, she's talking about Bingate, as it's more Bingate. widely referred. But the ice cream was just melted everywhere. They couldn't do all of them for all of them that day. No, absolute nightmare, yeah. So controversies out of the certain now. This is series five. Um, Bin Gate, as I said, the challenge was to make baked Alaska. It was so hot in the tent, as you said, that the ice cream melted. And the guy whose name I can't remember, I think it's Ian, and he yeah. was from Northern Ireland. The ice cream melted, and my and these are my notes. The ice cream melted, and he went ape, so he threw it in the bin. It didn't um, melt though. But he had he had left it in the freezer. Oh, I'm so, going to get to this. Sorry. Um, <laughs> He went ape and he threw it in the bin and he presented the judges with the bin instead of the finished thing. So he was disqualified because he was making a mockery of the contest. But the reason why it's so controversial... Controversial? The reason why it's so controversial is because fellow contestant Diana appeared to interfere with it because she opened the freezer... And that's why the thing started to like melt more. She did. She's like moving things around. I agree as well. I can't believe this is even like debated on. Like she absolutely did. She's an absolute wagon. If you watch it, he's like, where's my ice cream? And she's like, oh, sorry, Ian, it's here. And it's just like on her counter in the the hottest (laughs) day of the year. Just sliding off the counter, like wobbling away. And uh, he was like, what the hell? And she was like, well, you had your own freezer. That was like all she had to say about it. Oh, God. Yeah. Do you want to hear about more controversies? Even worse than that. Yeah. Series three, John cut his finger so badly on a food processor that he couldn't continue, but tried (laughs) to while wearing a rubber glove, like tried to keep baking, but he just kept bleeding out. Like, I can't believe you don't watch this. This is like true crime stuff. not happen every It doesn't, it it doesn't, but like last season, Rahul was cooking and it was so hot again that he'd load a jar so they just exploded. Oh my God, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what I love about it because there's so much. Cooking on the edge. As much as it's like a reality show, there's so much out of their control. As there is with baking. It's It's not like cooking where you can experiment and stuff. Baking is so methodical. And if you, if you kind of go out of the way by like, one degree you like you might have absolutely shagged your cookies like do you know what I mean yeah yeah <laughs> I was watching another clip on YouTube today and uh, there was a contestant and he had like these swirly bits on a tray and she was like what's that and he was like it's my ice ca- my icing and she was like why is it yellow and he goes oh yeah I might have left it in the oven too long <laughs> and she was like your icing like you don't put icing what in the icing? oven. How did he get on there? Oh God, I don't know. I don't have that down as controversy, but that funny. does sound controversial. Um, series four, are you familiar with Custard Gate? No. So Deborah used Howard's custard instead of her own, which meant Howard oh, then I do used remember that, I think. Deborah's. Oh my, which was crap, grief. I'd say, was it? I I can't really remember, but basically they had to be judged. It just fucked up the judging, basically, like because. You can't say this custard's lovely if you it didn't was make it. Like. Whatever they had made, yeah, whatever they had made, the custard was a very key element to it. So they had to judge it. They couldn't imagine Deborah, for example. I can't. Anyone who's watched the episode is going to be screaming at us. But imagine Deborah had done a really good custard tart. Custard tart, <laughs> thanks. And the tart element was really good, but then the custard element was shite because Howard had made balls of it. Yeah, but that's not her fault. That's but do you not think she took Howard's because it was probably better? And she oh, I think intentionally. so. Oh, I, like I mean, I I'm absolutely You'd open. You'd be to, way more careful if yours was really good, wouldn't you? I'm really open to conspiracies in the Bake Off universe, as yeah. I'm now referring to it. Um, I love it. I I just think 
it has that element of being that wholesome viewing and as we said leads you into autumn leads you into Christmas very cosy I love cookery shows anyway I love eating I love food um, and then you have all these characters as well so we'll just talk about a few people that have come through the series as I said I started watching her in series 4 and the reason why was because there was a girl called Ruby on it oh yeah and there was a lot of press coverage during the time. Was this? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, do you, oh was this about her and Paul? No. Yes. Okay. You're on the right track. Um, there was a lot of press coverage during the time because, again, I think it was a case of editing. Um, there was a lot of insinuation that Paul fancied her and that's why he would give her really high scores because she's a class cook. She's gone on. She's on like her second or third book and she's she's a very good uh, food writer in general and I like her a lot and if you want to follow her on Twitter I recommend her she's Ruby Tando I think anyway so she ended up finishing like second or third but there was a lot of speculation in the time that like maybe they were together like he was really flirting with her blah 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 was he married? he was yeah yeah but he came out then and basically said that he didn't fancy her and that he actually thought Kimberly was prettier oh. no offence Ruby um, she's just not my type, right? So, so then Ruby came out and... I'm going to Google Ruby now because I need to know. Ba- she's, she is stunning. She is divine looking. She basically came out and like just gave him an absolute bollocking. This I think this was after the series had happened, obviously, because they'd filmed and then they go off. But she gave him a bollocking and was just like... And was trying to be like, no, I don't fancy Paul and like middle finger to the misogynist Sorry, or whatever. she this last year. No, there's two rubies. You're thinking of last year's ruby. Who's this Google one? Google Ru- last year's. Yeah. yeah, Google Ruby Series Four. Um, but then when we're going to talk about this, about this in a while as well, but there was this whole thing of when they moved channels. Obviously, Judge Paul Hollywood moved from the Beeb to Channel Four with the show and was like uh, flirting with the other ruby. Well, no, <laughs> he just flirts with everyone. He's a yeah, big slimy prick. Uh, well, I still fancy him. Anyway, that's no. There. Yeah, I do. No. I do. You have scary eyes. Imagine like being with someone who could just make you bread all the time. You could be with Mary Berry. She could be your granny. He's like, do you know who he's like? He's like Guy Fieri's evil twin. <laughs> all I see is a big husky. Like That's all he looks like. He does look like a husky as well. But anyway, he came out and was like, I'm sticking with the show, blah, blah. Because obviously the, the other judge, Mary, Be- Mary Berry, had made the decision to not follow the show to Channel 4. And Ruby came out and basically called him a peacocking man-child. This big thread of twe- like tweets that didn't really involve her, but it was class because she said he used to turn up to the studio in a rented Lamborghini. She tweeted that it was like a Lamborghini or a Porsche that she or Ferrari. It was one of one of the good cars. I don't know, like not an Nissan Micra anyway. Just that he was like a total. You'd, you'll find it easily if you Google Ruby Paul. Like he Paul. rented himself a car just to show yeah, up yeah. to set. Yeah, to show up me like, oh, I'm, I'm in my mum's car. Like, brum, 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 brum. Um, like massively, just really doesn't come across well at all. Yeah, um, I believe it. Like, after I don't remember anyone from Series 5. Like in researching this, do not remember. But after that, I think is when it kind of hit its stride in terms of people and star power. Again, there are people probably listening being like, oh my God, you're so ignorant. But anyway, uh, we had Nadia and Tamal, oh, Series Nadia. 6. Nadia is Dubai. Nadia is probably the most successful winner. Yeah, Nadia's done a lot of programmes uh, with the BBC. Like she kind of, because of her, up- I'm pretty sure she's Muslim, yeah, but she's she had, she talked openly about it, like she had an arranged marriage and blah, blah, blah. But like they're like, very happy and whatever and she's gone back and done programmes from where she came from I don't know the country but she's done loads of programmes beyond food she has that kind of universal appeal of being someone who's 
very interesting, has a very interesting story, but is very charismatic as well. Yeah. Tamal, I think, does present stuff now as well. So he was a doctor um, and he is so funny, probably one of the most memeable contestants ever. Like he's um, one, of, you know, one of the memes from Great British Bake Off and it's just him like leaning over a load of bakes and the caption is decisions, decisions, every single one of them wrong or something like that. <laughs> he was just so funny. He was like such a nervous pervis. He was really good. It's a nervous pervis. He just didn't believe in himself at all, but he was really good. And then after that, we had Candice, who won season seven. She went on to be on Dancing on Ice. Yes. And was one of the first to be kicked off. Not great. Um, but like, having a great time. She works um, in a pub now. No, she won. She won, yeah. She works in a pub now. She works Making in a pub, still do, but still does like her bits. Like, do you know oh, what I mean? She, she wrote a happy. book. I don't think she's done any show is the thing. I don't think she's whole... See, because people didn't really warm her. Okay. She was... A, I think I remember that one. She was a good Googler. one for the lipstick. Yeah, do Google her. You'd know her. Googling she Tamal. always a different lipstick. You didn't mention Tamal was handsome. Tamal is divine. Tamal is also gay. Oh, Sorry. Oh, classic. Um, also on that season, we had Andrew, who was from Northern Ireland as well. Uh, some kind of scientist, aeronautical, ginger. Really good. Really, really good. Very scientific the way he did all his bakes. We loved him. We stan. Um, and Jane, who... No, I'm thinking of someone else about the Ed Sheeran thing. Someone who used to listen to Ed Sheeran while I cooked. But Jane was class. And Jane is still very good on Twitter. I don't follow... Do you know the way with Love Island, I would keep up with nearly all of them on Instagram? Yeah. It's kind of harder with Bake Off because some of them are just not as interesting. Into the abyss. Yeah, Jane's a good one for the old recipes. She'd go crack. She'd struggle with the old sourdough now. That's what I've learned <laughs> from keeping up with her. Um, and then obviously, last year... Kim Joy. Oh no, sorry. Season eight. <laughs> I barely remember anyone from that. Um, we had Sophie and Stephen. Sophie won. Stephen was also really good. It was a very tight race between the two of them. Sophie won in the end. Neither of them were very interesting. I don't know if they're that much. They probably are again and someone's going to correct me. Get in but touch. Get in touch, Stephen or Sophie. And then obviously, see season nine which is the one we both watched together. Yeah. The one won by Rahul and Little runners angel up. Rahul. Runners up Kim, Kim Joy. Joy and Ruby. And Ruby, yeah. Rahul, if I can recommend, you have to follow on Instagram. I he don't d- think I do, actually. He didn't, I'm going to bring up his uh, profile and just give you an example of like captions because he didn't really know how to use Instagram there for a while. Oh. And then someone obviously taught him and he's using it. So, okay, so his handle is Rahul. I'm just going to go back a good bit because he is... The captions are way too long, but they're like very, very wholesome. Like very, very wholesome. Um, here's one he did. What was his background? He'd like moved cake. to the UK. Taking yeah. photographs and a mango okay. cake. Photography is an amazing way to freeze time to reserve the flavour of some moments. Store the essence of some creations. We love to preserve memories in paper or electronic form. And food in forms of extract, pickles or jams. Like it's pure like... He did not write that it's, for me. No, 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 he didn't. Oh, he did. He like it's pure. It's pure such a you okay on Instagram account, but he gets <laughs> away with it because it's Rahul. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no way he should be getting away with stuff like this. But, but tell just me, what was Rahul, his background so awesome. before Bake Off? I can't remember, but it was really cute. Um, he had moved over here by himself and like he rings his parents and in has, India every his day. His friends were like an older married couple, wasn't it? Yeah. He's only two friends. So. But oh, like, so he, cute. sorry, he had this really cute post up for, um, it was his hundredth post and it was, they were, had announced the stars of this season. And he was just saying, Bake Off is a journey and I'm sure that you have all tried your best and done amazingly well. The hardest part of it is over now. The only thing to do now is to be together and enjoy. Be united. You all got 
12 new friends for life. They are now part of your extended family and you are all part of the Bake Off family. A very warm welcome to you all. I know press and media can be a bit scary sometimes, but you are in the best hands. Love is truly amazing. They will guide you through this journey. Whatever you do, just remember to be nice with others and stay positive. Social media is an important part of this journey and I am sure it will be a good experience for all of you. However, with any good things, there will be some negative feedback and criticism. Do take on board the positive criticism, but don't let someone hiding behind their computer ruin your experience. And then he ends up with being like, and please don't hesitate to contact me if you need any help. Like he is, and he means that. Like, Of course they were nice to him though, because he's an angel. He, it'd be hard not to be nice to Rahul. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But Noel Fielding does comment the odd time on it. And like, Rahul just loves it. Like Rahul loves being in touch with them all still. Like he just loves it. Like he only Rahul had two friends before. loves being alive. Imagine going on Bake Off and you've all these friends, a book deal. Yeah. Just divine. More than two friends would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I just love him anyway. I really can't like that's what I'm talking about when I'm like the wholesomeness. Rahul pretty much sums and that Kim up. And Kim Joy as well. She was kind of annoying at the start, but she Oh god. She's if, nothing if, but good, like if my housemate Ruth is listening to this, she was not a fan of Kim Joy throughout. But I agree, I didn't really warm to either and Until the end. Until the end, yeah. Yeah. And because it's you do get to know their stories. Do you remember you well you won't because you wouldn't watch it, but there was a couple of years ago. Um this actually has nothing to do with the story, but I just remembered because I fancy him. Um Selassie. So he was like this kind of big, like burly, you'd just assume he was just like lads, lad, whatever, blah, blah. And his backstory is that he'd go in, he oh, he rides motorcycles and he's really into motorcycles. And then he's making the most like delicate, beautiful, like pastries I'm so I'm, I'm getting misty well I'm just thinking about him like it's, it's seeing all these sides of people and people coming from all walks of life but wanting to pursue this because it's just a passion of theirs like none of these are none of the contestants are like bakers or cooks by trade they That's all the point. do it's yeah, yeah, amateur, it's, it's amateur bakers but like when you see the stuff that comes out like it's absolutely insane there was it might have been two seasons ago, maybe three seasons, where this guy made this lion head out of bread. And it was unbelievable. I put that on the Insta. Um, So, so good. And it made people start baking again. I don't know if you know, it's kind of described as the bake-off effect. It's this thing where, like, apparently... In 2013, there was three out of five adults were, had started to bake in comparison to one in three in 2011. That's not that much different if you do the maths. Is it? Would you not just let me have this? <laughs> no, but there was, apparently there was... Three like out of five or two out of six. A marked increase in... Uh, a marked increase in... The, bu- the buying of baking supplies the and ingredients. <laughs> and like whatever the British equivalent of the I- ICA is there yeah. was loads more people joining that as well. Like, it's it's encouraged people to, like, go back and just... Does it have an effect on you? And be nice. No. Jesus, I'm shite. Like, I wouldn't be arsed. And also, Ruth's in my house, so she just cooks for me. Like, she's okay. she's a fantastic paper. Baker. Bake off. Bake off. Do you remember Jack Fowler in last year's Love Island? And they were doing the cooking challenge. Yes. Bake off. And he had the dance. Um, no. Sometimes I get notions and I'm like, yeah. Or I'm like, but it's again, it's this armchair thing where you're like, I could do that. No, you absolutely could not. I got mad into baking cupcakes for a while. I used to Off do the it. back of the show? No. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, but I remember like there was some big football tournament. It must have been the Euros. <laughs> I, I can't wait till we do our episode on the football tournament. <laughs> it was a couple of years ago. How often does they happen? Every four years? What are you talking about? The Euros anyway, the World Cup? I made little cupcakes that had... Uh, We're up. <laughs> <Greek. laughs> 
they were green they were bright green and they had little aero bubbles on top that looked like footballs and they went down a tree for a big there was a big thing where people were watching matches do you know what we should do we should ask listeners because we might do a little bacon challenge ourselves during the week if we have time or else it'll probably be a Betty Cracker job I'll show you how to make cupcakes will we do that will you show I do know how to do it I just actively don't you do home good yeah I, I was shit at home. Ec, I used good to cook. make crack and Swiss roll. I had that twisting technique down to a fine art. Hilda actually, so, someone just asked Hilda, my sister just finished her leaving start the other day and they asked her what did she cook for home ec? And she was like, oh, I had to cater a small children's party. And then they were like, wow. And I was like, no, you didn't. That was the task you were given. You didn't cater a party for a small child. I know, but that sounds way more bright. So. But sure, she, I don't know. I don't know. I, how she got through Do you it. want to know what Bake Off is called in other countries? Yeah, but first, was Bake Off UK the first? Yeah. The first of the, the whole. The first. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. My last, my everything. Yeah, because there was an Irish one for a spell with your yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I knew a lot of the crew Lily on it. Lily Higgins. Was Lily Higgins Maeve Higgins' sister? She's yeah. from Cole. She lives down the road from li- We are literally neighbours. I'm obsessed. If I could be anyone, it would be Lily or Maeve. Like, well, that's two. Yeah, yeah no, one. it is Lily Higgins. <laughs> I don't remember the guy. Who cares? Men are relevant. Um, but they were the judges. Who hosted it? Again, don't remember. Irrelevant. I didn't like it because this was at a time when Isn't we weren't... Kitty? We weren't used to ad breaks in Bake Off, but then when it moved channels, because on the BBC they don't have ad breaks. Oh, yeah. And then when it moved to Channel know. 4, they have ad breaks. But this was a couple of years before that, and people couldn't wait. And also, it used to be on later, and was, I don't think the editing was as, was as good. Oh, what's her name? I'm looking at a picture of her. Um, Nolan. Oh, yeah. I Anna know Nolan. exactly. Yeah. She um, was good. I liked her. I like she, was very, she had that Mel Sue vibe. Like. Yeah. Um, no, she was good. I think we just weren't ready for it. I could see it coming back. Would you, watch, that, would you watch an Irish Bake Off? I did when it was on. Would you watch it, it was on TV3? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Relevant channels. Um, yeah. Irish people are kind of good at baking and stuff. Like, but I don't think it king. was... That, usually the Irish versions are a lot poorer, but I feel like Bake Off wasn't that... Irish much. Apprentice. Lit. Yeah. Lit. That's oh, like, do you the remember stars? the Cadbury Challenge? I don't actually answer on the start. It's as good as the English one. That's like just a format that doesn't appeal to me, to be honest. Okay. I don't think they could bring back the Irish Apprentice because I think... Uh, actually, no, I may not say I that. Ask. <laughs> no, it's not because I don't want to defame anyone. But anyway, will we find out what it's called in other countries? Yeah. You're going to get a right kick out of these, right? So in Poland, it translates to what a cake. <laughs> in Norway, it translates to all of Norway bakes. Oh, all, all of them. All of it, yeah. yeah. Italy... 
uh, is sweets in the oven. Why can't they just call it the big Polish bake-off? Because that's not the main language, like. Um, Bulgaria. Yeah. British isn't a language. <laughs> You're dead right. Yup. Yup. <laughs> um, Bulgaria, uh, the sweetest competition. Oh, I like that one. The sweetest competition. <laughs> <laughs> Finland. Whole of Finland bakes. Whole of All them. of them. Every single Finnish person per- 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 <laughs> Every single Finnish person is baking. I think you're having a stroke. I think I am as well. Um, then America came back with it twice, right? That's the US, is it? It's the US. Yeah. Bacon. No, it's the American baking competition was what, was what it was called first. That's not bad. Because they had to... It was on and then Paul Hollywood started riding your one that he was judging with. So then they took it off air and then they That's to come not back. why they took it off air. I'd imagine it was heavily in- influenced by that. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then it came back as the Great American Baking Show. And I'm not sure. Same name, I, I'm not sure if it's still on. Yeah, they just changed competition to show. Catch air in fairness. The most recent series, I don't know if it's still on air, but the most recent one, the presenter was Emma Bunton. Oh, the Spice Girls. Yeah. She's from, she has a cousin from up the road from me. Does she? Yeah, from France. Claim to fame. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> I suppose we better talk about Paul Hollywood as well. And no, maybe not the, again. I'm the, over it. But the, the controversies around him and from the move-in of the channels. Wait, did we not cover that? We didn't actually cover... Actually, let's not talk about Paul Hollywood. I better cover about the fact that it moved cha- channels. You did already. Oh, but I suppose there was this whole thing of like, just to make the point that everyone thought that it was going to die a death when it moved and it didn't. Oh, okay. It's back stronger than ever. But, so Channel 4 signed a three-year deal or like, I don't know if it's a three-year deal or a three-series deal. If it's a three-series deal, then technically this is the last series with Channel 4. So it'll be interesting to see if Channel 4 renews... Or if it will move. Because when the BBC signed it off, they also signed a thing where it was like they couldn't air it until 2018. So it's obviously 2019 now. So they can air it again if they want in terms of old series, I think. Um, but BBC but won't it, take it back. And if I don't think they don't will take it. out of a pride thing. Like I think it's, it's going to be this thing of like, oh, the contract's up. But I think Channel 4 are going to keep it because where I mean, it if it ain't go? broke, do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, that's the thing. Unless I went somewhere like five or somewhere. Yeah, do you know what I mean? ITV. That's a truly irrelevant channel. ITV maybe. Doesn't really seem like ITV's bag though. No, it's more five than ITV. Isn't it? Is that yeah. where Big Brother moved to? Yeah. Yeah. Which is the way it goes. I don't think they're going to, I think they'll keep it up. Because it's only getting stronger, really, isn't what it? What do you think about the... Especially with the Stand Up To Cancer series. That's all Channel yeah. 4 is saying. And that's, yeah. like, their biggest show for that. But, like, you really enjoyed that because it's celebs. I love that. Who was on it this year? Ah, uh, I just told you I didn't know. It was, like, Michelle <laughs> was, Keegan. Uh, Russell big, Brand. Big Nasty. Yeah, I have to say it like there that. There was loads of them. The guy... Oh, I'm going to give an out of this as well. The guy in Third Rock From The Sun. Oh... No. Comedian. Anyway, he's very famous. Jeremy Paxman. Yeah. He was also on it. Um, James A. Caster. He was kind of the standout star because he was so funny. He was, and so bad. Yeah. Such a bad, but like, but like, it's hysterical. I watched it a few times. Again, great series, great concept, very funny. Stacey Solomon. I find it very hard to watch because obviously it's stand-up to cancer and then at the end they have these celebrities pre- pleading with you to donate money which is fair enough. It's not that I have the issue that they're raising money but it's just very sad. Oh no, you have it's to turn off for the last 15 it's minutes. It's two very contra- like contrasting things where it's like haha, Russell Brand did a cake of his wife giving birth to their child it's a fanny cake that's gas and then it's like every year one in two of us will be affected by cancer and you're looking at the person you're sitting next to on the couch being like ah! like it grabs your attention though it does yeah yeah oh it's but effective. it's effective Ryland did it 
Rylan did it. Um, yeah. Oh, your one Roisin Connolly. She was good. She was good. Um, Brie, can I, will you be celebrating the return of the series by taking part in the Star Baker sex position? No. Okay, interesting. <laughs> what will is I, it? Will I tell you more about it? I need to Google it again just to double check, but I'm fairly sure, right? We're going to use inclusive language here because I know we have a multitude of listeners. So it's whoever has the appendage is lying down. <laughs> and then... Lula, we have so much family that lives Star Baker. <laughs> Hi, Calista. But it was... She, my mom does not listen to this. She um, does. Hi, ma'am, if you do, but I'm pretty sure she doesn't. But it was literally like I, it was when I was researching earlier and it was the no, it was the first thing that came out like. The showstopper is great, but it's a bake-off sex position. That's another thing altogether. But okay, but I'm fairly sure it's the person with the appendage just sitting down and then the other person is sitting like, or lying on them and with kind of facing them. But you're in a star position. And with a bowl and a whisk, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Just frantically beating sugar. Um, yeah, so there you go. I won't either be participating in that because I just don't have time. <laughs> There's no time. Like, th- another thing about this show, and it's the same factor with Love Island, the online commentary is the best thing. The memes, yeah. the tweets. This is a show that lives for live tweeting. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Very few shows thrive off of being like a live event that people have to sit down and tweet while it's happening. Yeah. Like, a lot of shows are all on demand now. Yeah. But there's very few even with like where Twitter is kind of stalled as a social platform and everyone's on Insta now. Like Bake Off lives on. Do you know what I mean? Bake yeah. Off lives on in the memes. Yeah. You're not it wrong. lives on. Um, any other iconic moments you wanted to Any other iconic in? moments? Oh, in the earlier views for uh, Bake Off, I thought this was funny. But this was this thing again where people were so not into it at all and people were like, this is so weird. And now it's one of the most popular shows on Netflix and all, whatever. Just oh, for it's, the hu- it's huge in America on Netflix. Yeah. The British one. Um, Lucy Mangan for The Guardian called Paul Hollywood sinister without being interesting, which was also... That's so true. My old Tinder bio. <laughs> <laughs> um, they got in trouble for... The production company got in trouble for product placement before because it didn't meet like editorial guidelines because they did a lot of stuff with Smeg. Do you know those mad like colored Fridges and toasters and kettles oh, yeah. and stuff. You can get like the pink or like the baby blue ones. I don't think they'd like fully disclosed it. So there you go. Hashtag ad. Hashtag, hashtag spawn. spawn. I, I'm just looking up the finale viewing figures from last year because I'd be interested. Oh, and while we're on that as well, season it eight. double what Love Island got. Come on. Did it? Yeah. It's a bigger channel though. It's yeah. always when it's, you're talking channel four versus ITV2. So I was listening to Owen McDermott's podcast with, uh, Joe McEldry recently Standard. and he was talking he was comparing how X Factor at its peak like the year Joe won it was like 2009 I think or 2010 uh, he, the finale got 18.7 million viewers or something and then like the Love Island finale this year got 3.7 million viewers and it's supposed to be like the biggest show in the world or whatever but like again this got 7.5 million from last year like That's again I so will say it was 2009 he won the X Factor. But that, I just find like how everyone thinks Love Island is such a spectacle now. But like you wouldn't, it doesn't go anywhere near what X Factor was in its day. Yeah. I just find No, so I thought that was interesting as well, but I think it's how we consume it as well. Like you've people yeah, openly admit watching it. on demand like or the next day or. That as well. That's a good point. And that's not what I had thought of. But it was this thing. It's this thing of we consume it without watching it now. Like the amount of people yeah. who 
would have like who consume it through digital media through being online or social media That's or watching Sophie other White people said. yeah, yeah. She... Sophie didn't watch like a lot of people I know like this is going to sound like I'm shagging my own hole but like they wouldn't have watched the show but they were like I knew what was going on because you were talking about it because other people were talking about it yeah because all this podcast because people were just consuming it any other way without watching it yeah so I think that contributes as well fair there's a tangent for you <laughs> Um, if you like here. if you like Bake Off some other shows that might interest oh. you have you seen Nailed It on I Netflix I have this on my list so that's can I explain what it yeah, is you can. so basically it's similar to Bake Off but it's the bakers are like the people they have on can't bake at all and they get given like this recipe and they have to make a cake or whatever they're proper Pinterest really style. elaborate cakes yeah. like they could be like a four tier wedding cake or like really elaborate stuff and then they have to present it to the judges and go Nailed It and then <laughs> But they're just oh, I'm gonna be honest. The host is so irritating. I, I didn't really, I didn't really get on board with it, but I think some people might. But I think again, it's the case of I don't know that host's name. It's something Nicole Byers. Byers. Nicole Byers. She's really, really annoying. I kind of feel like she splits people because that's why I couldn't watch. I couldn't because keep there's a there's great an concept though to it as well, where like each or like the losing baker has like a I don't know like a helping hand from the from Nicole Byers oh, where yeah, she'll yeah, go yeah. over and annoy the other contestants but yeah. she'll go over and be like hey what you doing want to be my boyfriend da, 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 and just start singing and it's so so annoying but like some people might find it funny yeah I don't know I threw it on one day and fell asleep and haven't gone back but that's actually happened I have this under controversy as well in past series Mel and Sue because the hosts are so hands on so like in the BBC iteration it would have been Mel and Sue and in the Channel 4 iteration it's uh, no. Noel Fielding and Sandy Toxvig Sonny <laughs> Brown's second name. No. So, how do you pronounce it? Duh. Spell it for me. Duh. 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 T S. I don't know. Toxic. Like, it's Scandinavian. Anyway, um, they are very hands on during it because they're filming. And again, I think it's this element of like, not that they're deliberately trying to throw them off because it's not as intrusive as that, but you're kind of trying to get in the moment bits and whatever. But during Mel and Sue's series and time with the show, like Mel and Sue wrecked a couple of bakes. Like, did they? Yeah. Oh, you'd go mad. Oh yeah. That is another element of pressure. Like when you have to come up and you have to kind of talk to them and do your little piece camera or whatever while they're like, they're trying to get like a little bit out of everyone while they're baking, but then that's just another thing you have to. But, but it's also this the thing of like have. the cameras on you and like you. Pr- I we've talked about this you before, but whether nothing, you, like yeah, and but it's this thing of like whether you forget that the cameras are on or not. Like if I was in that situation, I know I'd be would be eating the head off people. I would be like belligerent. Like I would not be. I wouldn't be able to do bits. Like I would just, if, especially if something had gone wrong. Whereas yeah. these people are being filmed, and it is one of those shows where if you're not nice or you're in any way kind of, if you show any hint of being a bitch, the public will hate you. Yeah, they can. Spend immediately like I think it's harder to forget the cameras are on you in that kind of scenario though like compared to Love Island oh, definitely where when you don't see them really. when you're getting close up shots of your well, oh, they're right in your absolutely face absolutely curdling like, yeah. Yeah, yeah not so. great so yeah if you're going to be a bitch in those moments you, you might, you're probably just a bitch yeah <laughs> like you can see the camera you learn a lot about yourself um, the other show as recommended to me by Neve Whelan and I haven't watched it but I, the reviews are really really good it's called Blown Away and it's basically follows these, yeah. Um, it basically follows these American glass blowers. Um, if you are also a fan of innuendo, that's obviously a big part of uh, Great British Bake Off. This also features a lot of references to being blown and glory holes, but they're just like glass blowing terms. Never fear, but it is actually supposed to be really interesting. They make these like mad things from the glass, and things can go 
horribly wrong as you'd imagine so glass, you're setting glass and thing on fire very very good um, I don't know how many series I'm going to check how many series are on Netflix at the minute blown away no that's Carrie Underwood's album Netflix Shatter <laughs> <laughs> every window till it's all blown away that one yeah that's exactly the one I was at. I think there's only been one series so far. Gifted glass artists face off in fast-paced challenges. Will they blow the judges away or leave with shattered dreams? I'm going to watch there's the There's way more at stake, I feel, in that one. You they also saw your win. You, you get to be named the blown away champion and you receive a $60,000 prize. Yeah. Now, I will say it only has a 6.7 rating out of 10 on IMDb, but like, what does IMDb know? We'll listen to the people. We'll listen to Nave Whelan. Uh, but she said it's very like empowering as well. Like it's very... Glass blowing is really empowering. I don't know. There must be so, a lot of strong female blowers on it. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Sign me up. Bing, bing, bing. Um, do you remember the squirrel that they featured on Bake Off? That was like really... No. Do you not remember it? It was like the squirrel with like really big nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I believe it. Do you it. not? It was like only two years ago and it was all over the news. That was like, it was just a cutaway clip. No, I don't. Oh my God, Google it, it's hilarious. But this is the thing, and that's probably another reason why I love it so much. Well, like, I love it and I don't, because there's the innuendo element because everything is puns, everything is sexual, whatever, and it's like, haha, gas. And then I read something that Paul Hollywood was like, yeah, that he loves the innuendo because it, like, carries on the whole British carry on. Do you know the carry on movie series? Like, it carries oh, on yeah, that yeah, yeah. line of humour, and then I'm just like, oh, I don't do you know what I mean? Funny. I really like what do you, we haven't spoken about Noel and Santi taking over though. What do you I, prefer them? L- yeah. Or do you like them in a different way? I I'm going to be honest. I do like them in a different way. I don't think it's yeah. fair to say that I like them more or less. They're very different. But I would have been a huge Noel fan previous. I remember beforehand, even I was a bit like, oh, that's so risky. Yeah. Because he is so reverent. And, and Sue were so good. Yeah. Like, it was kind of hard to see anyone yeah. filling those shoes. But they are great. They have such. But he's again. He's just very nice. Very irreverent. They have that kind of weird humour that works. That it's not like so weird that you'd be like, it's not like boosh weird, but yeah. it's like, oh, this is a bit gas. It's a bit yeah. silly, but without being really silly. Do you know what I mean? Where you'd be like, oh, hack of this. Yeah, and they, do, they are quite nice. And like, you can tell they really care about whether like people get on well or don't. Yeah. And they do want to help them. Noel Fielding, Bake Off. What are you looking at? Just looking at his shirts. <laughs> and his shirts are deadly. Yeah, he's really, really good shirt. Oh, I love him. Um, he's just, yeah, just so good. So, so good. I'd wonder though, because the contract is ending, I wonder is there a chance of any more, is there a chance of any more change, I should say? I don't know. It is like, what, like you said, if it ain't broke. Do you want to know what the gas thing is as well though? For the BBC series, no. <laughs> Paul was, fuck you. Paul was the only one who had to audition. They picked Mary, they picked Mel and Sue and then Paul like won audition. Not won, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I can't believe they kept they, him on when they switched over instead of just doing clean slate, fresh judges, fresh presenters. They kept him. I, but, uh, yeah. It just, They I would have like needed him. one of them. I think it would have been very hard I would have liked to have seen Mary stay on. Yeah. But then again, who would have replaced Paul? Do you know what I mean? Anyone. You can't just say, like... Yeah, you can. Nevin Gordon McGuire. Ramsay would have been great. Nevin Maguire, are you taking the piss? Are you taking the How piss? How many chefs do you know, Flula? I'm clutching like, straws here. I know, but like, he's not comparable to... Gordon Ramsay on Bake Off. Get you a grip. You need someone who is like... V- 
probably 60% a prick. Nevin Maguire I'd love is to see someone probably that's one like, of the nicest men in the country. I'd love to see... I would die for Nevin Maguire. Like a 15-year-old that's like the best baker in Britain. And then like Mary Berry who's like 105. Like a really, someone really young that's like going to be younger than all the contestants that can just like cut them down. Yeah. That would have been gas. Yeah. But where do you find those? Yeah, that's the thing. I think... It was obviously just a case of... Like, like Tracy Beaker. The mo- yeah. <laughs> the money was right for Paul. Like, Paul was never leaving as long as there was... Um, yeah, a check on the table. Money there, do you know what I mean? But it was interesting. I wonder... Now, Mary Berry's fine, and Mary Berry was also getting on. That's a slightly just conversation thing. Um, but, like, I'd say she was probably happy enough to leave it where it is, and I'd say she doesn't look on and be like, I wish I was still doing it. Yeah. It's a, but I'd like, say it's tough going. But I do wonder about Mel and Sue because I think they've tried to do presentery stuff together since. I'm going to double check that. And I don't think it's done as well. I'm really open to being corrected there. What did she do? Mel and Sue. She did Taskmaster and she was absolutely gassed. Mel and Sue Shaw. What else have we seen her on? They're great. I love them. I see Mel more than I see Sue. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is she getting on well? Hang on, I have early career. I am so tired. Generation in game? my own headphones right now. <laughs> no, actually, this still happens. I think. Sorry. No, it doesn't. It's over. Okay. Yeah, it was cancellation. Yeah. Thanks they for were fun fact. Sorry. Like yeah. So they were hosting the generation game, which used to be. No, hang on. I'm reading something wrong. Just cut this out. This is crap. No, sorry. It genuinely received. I knew I didn't make this up. It received genuinely poor reviews from TV critics, like of them you hosting. You have to Google the that. Gen- I know <laughs> of them ho- hosting the reboot of the Generation Game. Anyway, what I would say is, I think in terms of people maybe having regrets, I think Mel and Sue are a bit like shite. We could have. Maybe they didn't ask them to come over. No, Mel and Sue said they just weren't moving over. Oh, okay. Fair. This was the thing They weren't moving with the, Like There was a, the discrepancy Of like whether you want To stick with the BBC Or they want to stick with The production company But I suppose then You're thinking of like Future jobs Yeah But imagine if you went Like a big middle finger To the BBC They'd be like Right well you're never Getting a show again No that's That's totally understandable Like if you thought about it In the context of Ireland Like if RT offered you something Or if like one of the Production companies Offered you something Like RT are obviously going to give you the most work. You I know, but then would you would, would you not want to, to stay loyal? Production companies never the really ch- fish in the same pond either, like for more than one show. Would you not think as well? You know they're going to yeah. do something else, move on. I don't know. Yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? Fish in the same pond is that a real saying? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Um, I suppose we'll wrap things up, but I just wanted to ask what your favorite baked good is. Um, I love a brownie or like a chocolate fudge cake. Mm. I'm a choc- chocolate gal. I. Love scones. Do you? Yeah. I'd actually be very hard pushed to like pick a fave. There's just too many. Yeah. Like I really physically enjoy bread. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say bread over scones. Kind of makes me sound like I'm having sex with bread. I'm not. (laughs) But I do really, really enjoy bread. Yeah. It's very hard. There you go now. Let us know what? about your favourite bread. <laughs> Please let us know about your favourite baked goods. And if you're going to be watching the show, who any predictions, who you want to win, what you think me and Breed should bake. Give us a theme even and we'll do something on that. What's yeah. a bandwagony baked good? Um, a cronut. Yeah, or just donuts. Are very oh, that's it. There we go. They're I have an air so fryer. Hard. I got an air fryer. Look at an air fryer. Can we donuts? make donuts in air fryers? No. Does Gina Daly still listen to this? Will she tell me? The Daily Dish. I'll write to her and ask. 
You don't have you do you have to? Well, you can, but you don't have to, I don't think. Oh, we just don't have the time. That's it. We surely don't. And speaking of time, we're gonna move on to our mini bandwagons. We sure are. Um What's our <sighs> first breach? I was gonna sing the theme tune, but I can't remember. Do you remember the theme tune to Lizzie McGuire? <laughs> Oh Jesus and all the balls Because it's back baby I'm telling you just how I feel And no. wake up What team is that? Leave it all to me No that's not Leave I know it all to me I think that's, it is No it's not Because I googled it earlier There's no it's chance like, unless you take one That's not it That's Victorious or something That's a recent one That's going to drive me crazy It's literally not Victorious It's not but it's a Nickelodeon I know you're... Oh it's not That's something um, It's Arcai It's Sam and Cat or something It's Icarly yeah, yeah. It's literally Icarly No the Lizzie McGuire It doesn't matter Anyway You look it Ooh, up anyway. I'm just <laughs> That's the only one I want I know I'm just Pulling shit out my arse now, to be honest. Um, Anyway I'm very excited for this Lizzie McGuire is back She's back Hilary Duff is coming back As Lizzie Yeah As a grown woman Yeah I'm so excited I'm Do you really think excited. Gordo is going to leave his job At the Irish Embassy in New York to go back and work. Is that what he works in? Really? He works as like yeah, he works in the Irish Embassy in New York. I thought he worked for like an NGO or something. He works like no, he's like he's something to do with like Irish. I'd say they'll people. definitely get him for a cameo. I don't think he'll be back in like a recurring role or what anything. What if he's like the dad? He's scald, you no, know, looking now. Like I don't, I don't think he's any interest in coming back doing acting. Yeah, Miranda's definitely not coming back. I'd say she couldn't even make the movie. Miranda, the girl in real life, got arrested for meth possession. Oh, Jesus. She's really not going back. But no, I think she's like on the mend. Like she's fine. Like she's in a good, she's in a good place now, but I doubt she'll come back What's either. What's her name in real life? Not to wreck your bows. Something with an L. La- Lane? Lane, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. But get well I, soon, Lane. Get well soon, Lane. I wonder, will the brother come back? The younger yeah, brother? Yeah, I'd say so. He's really handsome. Man. I would love that. I I'd love the parents to come back. Yeah, they I were gas. Well. Um, I need Ethan to come back. Yeah, Kate. Kate. I want to know if she's still an outfit repeater, Lizzie. <laughs> I like. I um, desperately need to know. Oh, I, I want kept... to know. Do you think it's make or break whether the cartoon version is in it? Because yes. I've seen. Oh yeah. no, she'll be in it. No, I've seen a lot of people saying she's not going to be. Well, then it's not going to be Lizzie McGuire. Take it up with fucking Disney Plus. Oh, like. really? Oh, well, yeah, it's gonna be on Disney Are Plus. You, it's the other thing. It's the only thing where I've been like, and proud family, where I've been like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna subscribe to this. Are and you I'm sure it's gonna well, be I on get, Disney Plus. I'll get the like free trial. I don't even have Netflix. It is, yeah. It's only on Disney Plus. I thought it was just the movie they put on Disney Plus. Anyway, I all I kept saying, I feel like I manifested this because all I kept saying last week was just tapping people on the shoulder and going, "Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire." <laughs> Because do you remember that episode with Aaron Carter? I sure do. Oh, oh the Christmas special. It was so, so good. good. Anyway. So good. What's um, our next mini bandwagon breed? You get to pick. It's a Russian roulette of mini bandwagons. And then I have a slightly more serious one. Are you one just going to give me a number? Yeah, just give me a number. Okay. One, two, three or four. <laughs> this is the only, like, <laughs> three. It's the Rosa Trilly tonight. Woo! <laughs> I yeah. haven't I'm seeing a lot of negative press about this why like I think Dio Shake came out and said it was empowering to women and I think he should have just kept his mouth shut and just I like Dio I like Dio like as well but like it. he can't say that the competition's empowering in 2019 well what Is if he really? said it was the opposite people would be all mad as well so I mean fair yeah, yeah. but like win. You can't win. I just hope someone does some hip hop dancing again because my life has not been the same since the Dublin Rolls came out and did a hip hop dance to again? Sive. Party Rock Party Rock so good. What was her name? That's going to annoy me. Yeah, she was class. Are you going to watch it? Oh, yeah. I you watch it every year? Yeah. <laughs> Where's it on? Where can people watch it? It's on RT last night and tonight. RT2. RT2. Very good. And then the final is like Saturday, is it not? No, it's tonight. Oh, great. 
Uh, they, they do half the roses on Monday, half the roses on Tuesday. They wrap it up very nicely, don't they? On Tuesday. Yeah. Do you, do you know, know who we should, um, do you know who we should get on next time? James Hazel talks about, talk about being an escort. No. I'd <laughs> sooner get Maria Walsh <laughs> or someone on. We could get Maria Walsh. Yeah, let's do that. Um, finally, Bridge. Finally. This is a bit grim now after the high I'm on, but uh, we need to talk about the Amazon fires. <laughs> Um, oh, I saw, but only because we do I'm we actually do. not laughing about the Amazon it's, being on fire it's really upsetting but it's, it's a just. bandwagon in the sense that people want to do things to help and what can they do Breed thank let's you. get practical so a good pal friend of the pod Fanula Moran had a little fun tip up on her not fun but a tip up on her <laughs> very much not fun Instagram last week and I asked her could we share them um, so she says bamboo plants are the best thing you can do if you want to help if you want to like can, uh, like cancel out the badness that's being done it sequesters the CO2 exactly uh, that's what I said <laughs> no <laughs> you can buy a little bamboo plant have it they're so easy to keep you can leave it on your balcony you can leave it in your garden uh, I don't know how expensive they are to buy my dad has loads of them apparently they're really just really nice plants to have but anyway mm. they give off way more oxygen than yeah. any other plant isn't that yeah no have- that's right Three to four times more carbon sequestration yeah. than other plants. And as er- well as producing 36% more oxygen than any other plant we know of. There you go now. So if you want to cancel out all the crap that's going on. Look at your meat consumption as well. And if you can, donate to any of like the verified charities that are on the ground there. Um, it's not a laugh. I don't know if you saw former... I think he was a mini bandwagon before Noah Centineo. Oh God! Just everybody pray that there's rain. On he, was like, he was like, he was like, he was like, what if we just manifested it raining in the Amazon? And then, he, but he had like think about it as well as caption on the thing. I was like, Noah, yeah, delete your account. Like, but like if it got him to Netflix, he manifested that life for himself to look like Baby Mark Ruffalo and get all the leads I know, in all but maybe, the Netflix movies so ever. So are you saying that he could actually he maybe solve this crisis? He's onto something. We just maybe haven't tried it He could be onto yet. something. No harm. He could be onto something. And with that, I think what I'm going to manifest this week is that more people sign up to our Patreon. Yay! We have a lot of patrons. I was going to say how many, but I don't know. Uh, we have a load of patrons at the minute and they're all lovely people and they're all people we recognise from conversations we've had on Instagram. Uh, loyal fans from the beginning and uh, we really appreciate yeah. your money <laughs> and this is um, this is our first week where we're going to be this is the first of our weekly we're going weekly we're from going now weekly on as of this episode fuck it we'll do it weekly yeah so, so uh, from this episode onwards we are coming at you every week with a bandwagon um, so you're, it's just help us cover our costs five dollars will get you what breed it will get you creative input in the episode for the minute. We want all your voice notes about the topics we're recording on. We can include those in the episodes. We want topics, suggestions. We want you to pick what we talk about um, and the guests we have on. We want your input. We want you to make this with us. So that's for now. There's bigger stuff coming down the line, but it'll just take a bit more money and time to get there. Can we talk about what we have coming up as well in terms of... You can if you want. Bonus. First of all, just because we're going weekly, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, you should absolutely do that in your... Apple iTunes Apple podcast feed it's free it just means that anytime we drop an episode you'll get it automatically downloaded onto your phone ready to listen to it um, so please do that if you haven't do please um, so what what plans have we got so as well as you just basically being involved in the episode we are going to start producing extra episodes but they are only going to be for our patrons they're going to be a bit loose they're going to be Maybe not as, I was about to say not as structured as if these episodes are structured to fuck, but 
there's just going to be a bit of fun. It's going to be stuff that maybe we don't want to really want to get into in the main, where it's going to be more about us. Bit more late night. Bit more late night. After the watershed. Bit more, bit more OnlyFans. No, I'm joking. It's not She's winking. That's the noise. That's the, <laughs> that's the clicking noise I'm making around. Yeah, so we're going to be, have a little bonus series called Off the Wagon and that's just going to be us shooting the breeze. Just us and our patrons. Yeah, just me breed and all of our beautiful people giving us money so if you want to get in on that you have to be a patron they you will not be able to listen to them unless you're a patron yeah the we, link is in our instagram feed as well as all the imagery from this episode yeah so go there right now and follow us it sure is um i am fanula j on insta if you want to follow me she is breed boo thanks so much for listening as always Talk tell to a friend you next week. review subscribe goodbye bye